Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Disrupt the Default. Today, we have Haley Harridge back with us. If you did not have a chance to listen to the last episode, please do that. She shares all about her career journey growing up, her love of cooking, how she got on a cooking show. It's very good. So much great info. So definitely check it out if you missed it. And for those of you who have not heard that episode, I'll reintroduce her. So she is a food and life content creator, a mom of three kiddos, and she is a fellow Arkansan. So we're both from the great state of Arkansas. And I'm so excited to have you back, Haley. Thanks for coming back. Oh, yeah. So fun. So glad to be back, Rachel. Last time we left off, we left you on a cliffhanger, so <laughs> she'd been applying <laughs> for cooking shows, <laughs> and we were like, she made it, she got on the show, and then we didn't talk about what happened. So this week, we are going to pick back up where we left off and talk about her experience of being on the show. So tell me more, what was it like to be a contestant on a cooking competition on Netflix? It was truly one of the best couple of weeks of my life. I would do it over and over and over again. Like there was a lot of hard moments for sure, but it was a blast. Like I never really saw myself as a competitive person growing up. And I like definitely like found a different like side of myself on that show for sure. But I loved every part of it. The actual competition itself, just meeting everyone behind the scenes and just everything was so fun. I loved it. So when you're on a show like that, do you get to actually hang out with other contestants? Because I know just watching it, it seemed like y'all had a pretty good rapport with each other and got familiar with each other. So is that part of the process? Yeah. So normally you get to hang out with the contestants a lot more because even though this was a, like a little bit after COVID, they still had very strict COVID rules. So as oh, soon okay. as we're done filming, they're like, okay, mask on, go to the tent. And even when they would drive us from the hotel to the place of filming, we had to wear a mask in the van, go directly to our room. I think when it's not like that, you do get to hang out more and like go out to eat and hang out with your friends and stuff. But I mean, we did get to chat a lot in the tent offset. And even though we had a mask on, we would still really get to know each other through that. But I think when they do not have all of the strict COVID rules. It's more so like that. But considering we did, we still got to know each other pretty well. Okay, that's great. Yeah, it seemed, I was like, oh, they seem like they've been friends a while. Yeah. And I remember watching the show. I, this is before I'd actually met you. And I was cheering. For, I was so excited for you because, as I said in the last episode, you could just feel the love in your food and the recipes, usually they were family recipes. I remember your poppy seed chicken. Oh, I remember your mom made it or a family member. And that felt really cool. So how did it feel to actually not just realize your childhood dream of being on a show, but to actually win? It it was just like a very surreal feeling. I remember just standing there and feeling so many emotions of just like all the hard work is, is paying off. I know I am good enough to be standing here, not in a boastful way, but I had confidence in these dishes. And then, like you said, they were all prepared with so much heart because I'd been working so hard to be there. And yeah, it's a wonderful feeling. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. And you, did you win? I think I re I watched this series twice. I rewatched it before we recorded. <laughs> Didn't you win two? Did you win two rounds? 
Yeah. So how okay. it works, it's kind of like a bracket. So, you know, the first three contestants are on episode one and then the winner moves to episode two. And so I won episode one and episode two. And then episode three, I got kicked off on the last round. So I moved, there's two rounds in each episode. So I moved past episode three, round one, and then I was beat out episode three, round two. Okay. Yeah. But you and- can only win up to four episodes. So you can win up to, yeah, four. Okay. Okay. So you won two, you could win up to four, but you mm-hmm. made it to the final on the third and then was eliminated. Okay. So coming off of, you know, Netflix cooking show, I think it's amazing because millions of people watch Netflix. Do you come home and it's like, your life has completely changed. It's you have a new life. You're a Netflix star. What, what changed? How is no, that? It's, it's so odd, honestly, because you film the show a year before it comes out. So it's, it's a really weird feeling because you can't tell anyone. The only people that knew about it were my family and my very close friends. What's crazy though, is that within that year, it honestly didn't feel long because that's when I had the twins. And so it honestly could not have come out at a more perfect time because, you know, we filmed in, it was in November of 21. The show came out October of 22. So it was really perfect because I was able just to focus on the twins. And I think if it would have come out, like, right when I had them or right before I wouldn't really be able to do much with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like trying to focus on the twins, but yeah. So it was really good timing, honestly, but I'd say yes, when it did come out, finally, I remember we watched it for the first time. It was like 2am or something, (laughs) something weird when it released. Yeah. And we just watched it on iPad in bed really (laughs) late. And then we watched it on the TV during the day. Yeah. um, Yeah. Oh, and so Hmm. You already had, before you got on the show, you've loved cooking your entire life. We talked about that in last episode. You had a blog, you switched over to Instagram. So you already had an Instagram before going on the show. Coming back from that, what has your experience been like since then of building your brand? I would say ever since I became a mom, my, as far as my food brand, it's become a lot more like my cooking style is kind of quick, easy, but still interesting dishes and a good balance between healthy and indulgent. It became that way because you don't have as much time when you're staying home with so many littles. My cooking style really kind of morphed to that. So coming back from the show, it just continued to be like the recipes I cooked on the show are very much that way. That's why Easy Bake Battle was such a great fit is because everything we were having to cook is, you know, a few ingredients under a certain amount of time, but still interesting and, you know, delicious. I still cook that way today. I would say that's still a huge part of my brand and what I share as far as my recipe content. And then I share a lot on stories of just the day-to-day with my family, because I love just kind of sharing our day-to-day. And I love following along too with people that are just kind of sharing their, you know, everyday life, all the random little things that didn't have to be glamorous, just kind of fun to keep up with people in that way, you know? Yeah, I know. I follow you. So I was, I was going to ask you, how are your, you were planning, I think, was it a veggie garden in your backyard? So we have all, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like little projects like that. Sometimes if they don't get done at the time I want them to, I don't stress too much about it, but we have 
two planter boxes in the backyard. We finished all the rocks around them. We have two raised beds. We have one of the boxes completely filled with like the soil and all of that. And then the other one is empty. So all we have to do is just drop like, at this point, it's kind of late in the game planting wise. So if we still want to do it within the next few weeks, I'll probably just plant starter instead of seeds. Yeah. Kind of too late for that. You can just plop in little starter plants. Mm -hmm. I was planning on having a lot of that done, honestly, back in April, but time got away from me. And that's kind of just my go-to right now is just, you know, my kids are priority and I will do what I can. That makes sense. Well, I love following along with your content. I think it's very relatable, accessible. And like you're saying, your recipes are so simple, but they look delicious and elevated. It's on my list to cook it this month because I try to meal plan in advance. Your one pot spaghetti. That was a big hit. We make that probably weekly. I would say That's been my most popular recipe I've shared as far as people reaching out saying it's on their weekly rotation. Because yeah, that one's just a crowd pleaser. It's just easy, minimal cleanup, so delicious. And you will not want to make spaghetti any other way after you eat it that way. It just clings to the noodle instead of like a watered down pasta sauce. It like is creamy and just sticks to the noodle. It's so good. I cannot wait to make that soon. And... I know you were a communications major or PR, right? Yeah. Uh Public relations. Yeah. Yeah. PR major, but you did a lot of comm stuff. Um, PR major in college. You've always loved videography, photography. So throughout your career, these things have connected, but I know it's still social media changes so fast. There's so much going on, so much noise out there. How do you figure out what to focus on next or where do you want to grow or what, you know, what interests your um, followers? How do you figure that kind of thing out on social media? um, I would say, honestly, a couple of months ago, I was kind of in a rut of just like, there's so many little avenues and I feel like it is important sometimes to kind of niche down. And I actually had a brand audit by two amazing people, Phil and Lauren, and They have a personal branding business and I sat down with them on a Skype and kind of talked through some of the things I am already sharing, some of the visions I have, and they really helped me hammer out exactly what it is that will be valuable to my followers and will help them in the line of things that I do. If you can invest in a service like that, um, that is huge in helping you if you feel like super lost as far as which direction to go. And you said in terms of, you know, what direction you're going in now, what's in the future. I know you're focused on helping people create simple meals. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you're working on that you're excited about in the future that you want us to know about or any tips you have for people like me who are like, I struggle to feed myself, but I don't want to eat out every day. I'm trying to be healthy. What can I do? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, what I've truly figured out that I think will be the most beneficial to people like you and other people that don't necessarily love to cook and spend a ton of time in the kitchen, it's not necessarily their happy place. I think there's so many recipes shared everywhere. Like if it's Instagram reels, TikToks, it's just saturated with the recipes. And a lot of times people will save all these great looking recipes and it can feel overwhelming with, okay, Here's this ingredient list that has 
a million ingredients and I go to the grocery store and I'm spending $70 for this one recipe I saved on Instagram and ingredients. I'm only going to use one time. Yes. And it sits in the back of your fridge and rots or that fish sauce just expires. It's so Um, frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. And especially with the grocery prices now, they're Mm -hmm. just outrageous. And so I've really just done a lot of thinking on, you know, what are things that our family is doing to not spend a ton of money and grab all these a million ingredients. Cause at the end of the day, I want my recipes to be very simple and fast. And so that means very few ingredients, but at the same time, saving money with these different meals and not necessarily having to eat leftovers over and over. Cause I'm like you, I don't necessarily want to meal prep the same yep. thing. And I eat on that every day for lunch or nope. dinner. You know, I don't want to do that. So I'm really hoping to come out with, I haven't decided if I'm going to do an end of summer or early fall launch, but I am working on a meal plan that is different than your average meal plan that you see that requires a lot of ingredients and things. And it's more of like a a grocery shopping system where, you know, I don't exactly have it hammered out, but as example, um, you have three proteins, say it's you know, chicken, beef, and salmon or something. And then you have three different vegetables and three different grains and maybe three sauces that week or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And the recipes that I share within that weekly meal plan is going to utilize those ingredients over and over without it being boring. So like, yeah. So say your vegetables are bell peppers, zucchini, and broccoli. You'll use those over and over, you'll buy a little bit more of each of those vegetables and each of those meats instead of, you know, I feel like I have to buy things for five different dinners and you'll utilize those over and over and say you get quinoa and, you know, rice or whatever. You'll use those things maybe in Monday's dinner. You'll use it in a different way for, you know, Thursday's dinner, but you will not notice it. It's it's not Uh like, oh, this is leftovers. And so I really want the meal plan to really be a way that is simple and I think long-term, I've always dreamt of having a cookbook, but Ooh, yeah. I think not like a normal cookbook, not just the recipes. I want it to really gear to people like you. You don't necessarily have a lot of time or want to be in the kitchen a long time, or a lot of people do not even know where to start. And they mm-hmm. just want to get takeout because they dread getting in the kitchen. And I want it, I wanted to gear it, gear the book and this meal plan and honestly a lot of content moving forward to people like that and really educate and motivate and just be a light in that space as far as like okay here's where we can start maybe let's start with really simplifying your kitchen because i don't know about you but it is so stressful to cook when you open your pantry or that one deep drawer with all your pots and pans yes. and you just cannot see anything And all your spices and you're digging or in your refrigerator and you have all these things you're having to like reach for and you have things expired in the back and a practice that I do weekly, it sounds crazy, but it's honestly pretty simple. If you do it weekly Uh is I take everything out of our fridge minus like condiments and things like that and do a clean out and restock because Ah. Once you are doing this meal plan of three proteins, mm-hmm. three, whatever your fridge is honestly not packed down. It's pretty minimal in there. There's not that many things because 
you use it all up by the end of the week and then you kind of restart. And so kind of taking out those things, like, you know, you kind of always have in your fridge, like if it's eggs and stuff like that, that all kind of stays, but I guess retaking out everything. It's not as much of a chore if you are just simplifying. And so I just want to share a lot more tips and hacks moving forward. That's truly going to help people in the long run, opposed to just here's 20 new recipes that even though there's already a trillion out there, like it's not like for someone like you or for someone that doesn't love to cook a new recipe on their screen is not miraculously going to make them all of a sudden love to get in the kitchen. No, they have to have a little bit of back help as far as how to get organized Mm -hmm. and how to make it less stressful And I want to really be a source in the avenue and kind of bridge the gap between, you know, the kitchen hater and let them just like, they don't have to love it, but they can also not hate it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I just want to feed myself healthy food that's affordable. And I love what you're saying because I have, I just pulled it up on my phone. I have over 6,000 saved recipes on Instagram in my little recipe folder. And when it's time to cook, I open this and get overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. This is stressful. So I love your idea because a lot of us don't want to eat the same thing five days in a row, but also don't want to cook five different things every single day. So being able to say, I'm going to make, you know, this chicken, this salmon and this quinoa and broccoli or whatever, zucchini one time. And then I get to eat like a salmon bowl or salmon with veggie. I get to change it up. That sounds really great. And I would love that. Mm-hmm. I would love to buy that wherever that yeah. is. So definitely. Well, it's going to be free at first just because I want, you know, to get kinks out. I want everyone to be able to try it. And I mean, who knows, maybe like down the road, it'll cost a little bit, but yeah, it'll definitely be free at first. But yeah, I think too, every recipe too that I share within that weekly meal plan will be minimal cleanup. I'm talking eight pan, one pot, like like that one pot spaghetti that I did. I'm not talking a million dishes on the stove. I ordered one of those meal prep like box services and I had to cut up, I think six different vegetables for one meal. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm tired. It said this would take 30 minutes. It took me 30 minutes to cut this up and I don't want to cook anymore. So yeah. I love that it's minimal prep. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing more about that. So definitely follow along. People will tell you at the end where to connect with Haley. So follow along if you want to learn more about how to simplify your kitchen, simplify your meals. So before we end the call, I do want to ask you in the last year, what's been your favorite new kitchen gadget, kitchen tool that you have purchased? And you're like, oh, this is a game changer. Or maybe if mm-hmm. if you haven't purchased anything last year, just all time favorite. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Honestly, I try to, every new gadget that comes out, I try like an example right now, a huge one is the Ninja Creamy. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. I wait, I wait and I'm kind of skeptical for a little while. And even if it's wonderful, I truly think, okay, well, I use that daily Well, I use that weekly. Cause I don't like a lot of appliances. We don't have a ton of counter space either. And so I Mm -hmm. do not want a million appliances. A lot of times this is kind of going off the question, but I think a good piece of advice when it comes to 
all these gadgets and things you see influencers trying to influence you on, I think it doesn't mean it's always the best or you don't need it. You don't need it. It might be cool. I'm not saying it's a bad product, but you might not actually need it. You could find a creative way to do something similar. I have pretty minimal tools, honestly, but as far as some of the things I feel like I use daily that I do think are worth it. A good blender. I make smoothies a lot for my kids. Having a good blender is a good thing because there's a big difference between when it's just kind of chunky and icy and not blending it versus a good one. So yeah, I'd say a good blender I use daily. A good set of knives, sharp knives. I'm sure you've heard that one. If you have dull knives, that can be you're putting more pressure and it can be a little more dangerous. So yeah, good knives. I'd say when it comes to pots and pans, I have learned a lot of the hard way on that. There's a Uh lot of trendy pots and pans out there right now. Kind of block out that noise. Because a lot of times I'll go and ask chefs and other people in the food industry that have cooked on pots and pans multiple hours a day. And what stands the test of time? You know, that's a good question. And so I've tried every trendy pan out there. And they're like (laughs) within a year of cook, because I cook more than most people. And so- Within a year, I'm like, this is a trendy gimmick. It's cute on my stove, yeah. but it doesn't work after a year. So I would say just honestly investing in good pots and pans and knives. And my favorite gadget, I would say, is just a good blender. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I yeah. learned that the hard way. The I had a cheap blender. I'm like, why do I care about a blender? And then I got a nice one. I'm like, oh my gosh, my smoothie doesn't have huge yeah. chunks in it. It's so nice. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much. It is so great to hear your story and your resilience of how you kept going. Even after hearing, no, you got your dream. You got on the cooking show. You took something that was a hobby at first and turned it into your full-time thing. So I think that's really inspiring and really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy. So thanks for taking the time to chat with us. Well, you're wonderful, Rachel. I really appreciate your time too. And you're so fun. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I do want to say, where do, can you remind us where to find you? Yes, mainly just on Instagram at Hey Heritage. That's H-A-Y-H-E-R-R-I-D-G-E. I will link that. So I'll link her Instagram. If you have not watched Easy Big Battle on Netflix, check it out. It's a really fun show. It's so fun. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it. So definitely check it out. Definitely follow along with Haley. And appreciate you as always for tuning in. Have a good day.